tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Ready, our favorite song. Money, money, money! money. <laughs> One more with us, Lisa. Ready? Money! <laughs> That's right. It's a money show. You've hit the jackpot if you're tuning in tonight. My name is Christy Olson. You can tweet with us, tweet questions, hashtag ABTV Apprentice. Got Jessica Carroll here. Hey, guys. And... Grant Ryder. Hello, everyone. Great He's back. <laughs> know, right? And the most special of all the special guests for the evening, wow. we have uh-huh. Lisa Gibbons here with us tonight. Yay. So happy to be with you guys. Oh, thank you so much for coming. Thank we're, you so much for inviting me. We've been Team Lisa this entire season. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So yes. we're rooting for you. Wow, we're that's really nice. You thank you. Final. And that's really nice. Well, I hope you're right. I hope <laughs> how is how is your prediction rate? Well, you guys are like so deep inside. We you know so much good. more about the show than any of us on the show. We always, that, yeah, I don't know. We always knew you were going to be in the top. How did sure. you know? Why, why, I mean, because you're entrepreneurial. You're so poised. See, I Thank watch you. <laughs> I watch how Donald interacts with the different celebrities, and I kind of see the rapport and and how they kind of you know the mm. back and forth. So I'm like, I know that you know, Donald definitely has his own team. You know, his, mm-hmm. he's, I think he's got his own like you know stable. Oh, of so you think Donald has a tell? Like yeah, there's a foreshadowing with Donald. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, I've watched mm-hmm. the last seasons of this, so I'd like to think that like, at least maybe I have this guy down to a science. But <laughs> yeah, but Donald's not out there doing the work. See, we actually have That's to true. do those tasks. Mm-hmm. You know, right. like we do have to do the work. I'm talking about the boardroom. The boardroom, yeah. Like he's kind of got his own kind of team going in his mind, but we'll see. Well, another thing that stands out to us about you is that you don't kind of get caught up in the arguing and the drama and the petty back and forth, and that bodes well for people in this show. <laughs> well, it, I mean, but you know, people do love that about the show. Yes. <laughs> and that is what makes it a fan favorite. But you're right. I mean, I really, um, I don't mess with mean. Mm-hmm. I don't mess with mean. And Trump himself has said, and you guys tell me, that this is the meanest season on Celebrity Apprentice. And do you think it is the meanest? See, for me, I don't perceive it as that way because I really have had my blinders on and I just mm-hmm. have kind of stayed in my lane. And, you know, mm-hmm. for me, it's been it's been a, a question of really kind of, you know, just to cut out the crazy. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, right? <laughs> And and just I don't it's not a, it's just I don't do the drama so right. it's been just not that kind of experience for me. Mm-hmm. Is it meaner than seasons past? Well, it's cattier, I think. Yes. Okay, they exactly. Have, because they have history. A bunch of the women have history, you know, from previous. Mm-hmm. It's come front loaded. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It used to be some shade maybe once an episode or like been like a quick back and forth, like a quick one liner. And now it's really kind of crept up more and more. I think it is more prevalent than ever. I don't know if it's necessarily mean, but I find it entertaining. So I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm good for that. Give well, us something to talk about. <laughs> it's it's I think that it's so pervasive in our culture though, because we have become more unfiltered. Yeah. And I mean, look at you guys. Look at you know, it's just it's it's a different the boundaries are different with everything and with reality. Mm-hmm. 
which already had a boundary that was pushed so far beyond. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Plus, mm-hmm. you have to give Donald Trump so much credit, I think. You know, he's, first of all, you know, he, he's, he's such a brand himself, but he extracts, he's got no IFB, he's got no notes, he is mm-hmm. a master at extracting the right moment mm-hmm. at the right time, he knows how to take those, I mean, those are some skillful divas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are some people that know how to work their moments, but he trumps them. Yeah. <laughs> he really does. Yeah, he knows I love how to watching put this group of people together. Mm-hmm. Well, so I kind of want to take you back to that very first day when you got together with everyone the first time. Right. Did you look around and sort of say, oh, I got this in the bag? No. Or who stood out to you as maybe the strong players? I don't even know that I was that aware, to tell you the really? truth. Um, I think it's not that I was intimidated. That I didn't even know enough to be intimidated. I, I really had my eye on the prize for that money. Um, you know, I, I was a last-minute ad. Which was probably, right? So even like the night before, I was like, okay, maybe I'm not going to go. Maybe I'm just not going to go. Um, But it's a lot of money for a charity, especially Mm. for um, a a homegrown organization like mine. Right. I'm playing for Lisa's Care Connection, which I started a dozen years ago. And, you know, for us to have an opportunity for a platform like this, which before we even hit the air... People were already tweeting about us. We're already going to the website. I'd already won before we'd even started. Aww, so I that. went, this is great. Wow. You know, I could never get this kind of opportunity to have people be aware of what we do, um, go to our website. People said, oh, Lisa, oh, I didn't know she was in the health advocacy space. I didn't know she had a caregiving organization. I didn't know her mom had Alzheimer's. It's like, wow, I've been working so hard at this, and, mm-hmm. and suddenly people are, are aware. So that was really worth it for me. So... When people asked me at the very first day of the press conference, um, okay, Lisa, so what's your strategy? And I thought, oh, I better come up with a strategy. What does that mean? Um, and I thought about all those athletes that you see, like, on game day. Right. Well, I'm, you know, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to, like, play my best game. I, right. That's what I thought I should say. <laughs> my protein. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to give my best shot. And So I started saying lame things like that. And one of the journalists said, um, you know, Lisa, come here. Listen, honey. Um, you've got a target on your back. They've marked you as a pushover. Oh. And, right? And um, you better come up with a strategy. Mm-hmm. And I kind of stood at attention and I thought, okay. They said, nice girls don't last in this competition. Oh. Well, I then went, okay, fine. And I got my hands on my hips, and I thought, okay, <laughs> that's right. Good. Oh, good. I'm be mean and start my fingers Thank in you, Missy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I thought, okay, just sometimes nice girls finish first. Mm-hmm. And so my strategy is I want to win that money. Ask every other person here what their charity is. Now, I know everybody cares about their charity. Right. But my strategy is I want to show up to be my mother's daughter and be mm-hmm. as strong as she was and as courageous as she was. And I want to honor every caregiver like my dad. So that's my dog in the hunt. Wow. See, and just the passion and how you just said that, that's why you're still in this game. And that's why we all have faith in you that you're going to make it to the top because you're in it to win it. And it's for a deep reason. Well, and I I don't mean to be dismissive of any other player because I I really don't. But that, you know, don't ever count out someone who really does every night pull it back up, Mm -hmm. pull it Mm -hmm. back up. You know, and, um, and, and sometimes that's all you really need. 
because I don't know how I don't know how to trip somebody else up in order to win. Um, and how how what? It's not a bad strategy to say, I don't want to be in the boardroom, so I want my team to win every time. So let's bring all the others along with us mm-hmm. because I want to win. I want to do a mm-hmm. great job for everybody. Mm-hmm. That's not such a dumb thing, is it? No, no not at I all. think that's the no. best strategy. Why is that dumb? Right. <laughs> so, um, so far, that seems to be working okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we're finally seeing the nice girl do very, right. very well. You and know, you know, you said in your uh, Bravo TV blog or on the NBC.com mm-hmm. project manager blog. Look at you reading the blog. That you, I know, right? We did our research, over there. girl. We learned wow. that from people like you. You guys are there, right? <laughs> but you said on there that you held your tongue a lot. I did. And I'm wondering if there was any time when you held your tongue that you wish you would have spoken up? Um, here's why I didn't. That was a strategy because when you engage in lock horns, you start to eat up the time and you run the clock down. And that takes distraction, energy, emotional energy, and physical time that you don't have to get the task done. And if you, and that's the other person's strategy to make you look bad. Mm-hmm. Because if you engage, then it's like, well, she's a bad project manager because, look, she didn't get it done. She didn't manage me. And so I wasn't going to fall in those traps. Mm-hmm. Those are landmines. And um, so I just found, okay, if the worst thing is I'm going to look passive, I'm willing to look passive rather than look aggressively like I'm coming after someone Mm -hmm. because I'd rather utilize the time and the talent because we've got great talent. And all I have to do is get some fingerprints on the product. If I can get your fingerprints on the product and you own it, then you're going to want to perform. And if you're going to perform, then you're not going to look back at me and say that I didn't, you know, then you're going to say you did a great job with it because you did. Right. Mm-hmm. That was the deal. That's all. Because, yeah, I did I did bite my tongue a lot. Right. Yeah. Just read between the lines. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. gotcha. Now, Brandy tweeted, not Brandy, excuse me, Kenya tweeted out that a lot has been cut from these shows. Of course, they've been doubled up now, and they're down to like an hour for, per episode. So have you fallen victim to any of this editing? Has, has anything really been cut out that you wish was there? Any, any of those moments? Like, why is that not in? Yeah, a what lot. if we didn't see the juicy stuff? Yeah. <laughs> full task, full, full assignments have been cut out. Really? I mean, oh, wow. Kenya's absolutely right. You know, like... Um, if you were doing graphics or collateral or wrapping entire buildings or all the budgeting, I mean, the actual work, a lot of the work, it has been cut out. Mm-hmm. And that's disheartening because if you like the process of how do these things get done, mm-hmm. you really aren't seeing a lot of it. You like that, yeah, right? I yeah, do. yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I like to see how it all comes together. And I, I used to enjoy who's going to do the brand messaging, who's yes. going to take on what, who's going to step up. And now it really is just kind of like just glossed over it's completely. It happens so fast. Yeah. Yeah, you don't get to see, like, when those executives come in. When they come in and you can really ask them what their expectations are and you can listen to that, that's where I think the task live or die. Mm-hmm. Because if you if you do a good job of that part of it, then you can really win these tasks, I think. That's where mm-hmm. it lives or dies. Huh. I, I really do believe that. Right. Because, you know, if, if in, in marketing and delivering in, on expectations – then you're serving a client, and oh, yeah. that client is is that's the gold. And whether you believe, you know, whether you want to do, you know, they say, you know, and what we'd love to see is, you know, we want pink balloons at every shot. And if they say that just kind of quietly, but you're the only one who heard it, and you're saying, you know, they want pink balloons, 
and the other guys are saying, you know, that's a stupid idea, but they, they said they want pink balloons. You're the only one that heard it. You win. Yeah. Right. Um, those are the little things that you don't see a lot of that anymore. Yeah. That mm-hmm. stuff kind of goes out the window. When it used to be two hours, I would listen for things like that. I'd see who actually paid attention because there were details. You're absolutely right. There were details that people just, now we don't hear them, so we don't really know. It's kind of just too quick. The only one that comes to mind from this season so far was when Joan Rivers said, well, what happens if they just grab the coffee and leave? And that mm-hmm. was one big problem. So that was just the first thing that mm-hmm. popped in my head. Yeah. yeah. The presentations, um, listen, you know, I think that we're so lucky um, that you get the essence of these tasks. You get that people love the boardroom, and that's what they've chosen mm-hmm. to give. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's where the money is. <laughs> so they're smart. That's, that's the deal. Money. That's right. <laughs> that's the deal. Um so you know, so we're missing what I think is missing too. That I that I as a fan miss is the um, the, the presentations when you know they're they're very you know we were very meticulous about um, the walk up and what we were wearing and there was music and there was syncopation to it and so that part of it is 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 gone as well because you can tell a lot too um, about how your team is presenting and the the. Um, uh, whether your team is unified and whether you're getting along and all the rest of it. Right. I know. I love how you guys always wear matching colors. Right. Yeah. yeah you always look so good. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, like um, in the, the task for tonight in the the cruise, um, I was wearing this little red dress. We were all wearing red. That was yeah. Brandy's dress. Oh. Um, <laughs> right. She's, uh-huh. Hey, if you can pull off Brandy Glanville's well, dress, it was a stretch yeah. number. <laughs> she's like five ten, and you know she's got the perfect body and. I'm like, well, I don't have a red dress. She's like, I'll loan you one. I went, oh, that's funny. <laughs> but she um, had a little stretchy dress that she let me wear. Wow. Well, you look it was great. A fun, yeah, that was a fun. That was a fun. great. No, and you know. have an amazing body but as well. Thank you so. so much. And y'all would just have to believe that because we're behind this desk. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jessica, you mentioned Joan a little bit. Yeah. Now, I think you maybe had a previous relationship with Joan. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Can you tell us a little bit more about your relationship with her? Well, I mean... I think all of us feel like we have a little bit of ownership with Joan because we we just feel that she spoke to different parts of us. Mm-hmm. Like for me, everyone who's a business person, I think, has a, a, an obligation, a, a debt of um, gratitude to Joan because she redefined um, possibility. You yeah, know, she she allowed us to know that we can um, just break down the barriers and do it the way we want. You know, she with when when she was she writing her books and selling her products and you know, jewelry and lotions and potions and everything Amazing. she did, everything, everything and doing it the way she wanted at the age she did it and um, you know, no excuses, no apologies, no regrets, no looking back. Mm-hmm. She just said, this is my life. These are my rules. Everybody get the memo because um, that's it. And how great! I, and I loved um, one time I saw her, and I've seen her do this several times with Melissa. Say, you know, if it all ended tomorrow, that would be fine because I, you know, she'd said everything she needed to say to the people that meant something, and we all need to really see what that feels like too. To know that you've set, you've emptied out on your right. emotions. But Joan was like that, that, that either that maternal figure, that big sister, or that mentor um, who just went for it. But there was a moment in a task coming up, and I, um, I can't tell you who's there necessarily, um, but 
but Joan, um, Joan just, you know, she, she just inspires and encourages and says like, um, listen, you've got to be tough, um, but you can do it the way you want to do it. And you can do it with your own interpretation of what that means. So strength for everybody is not necessarily defined the same way. Mm-hmm. And um, I just, I really, I just, I loved her because she was just a big softie, really. I just loved her. Miss her so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, because I, I, you know, I've sold products um, through Direct Response and sold products on Home Shopping Network and done things in a non-traditional way. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of people said to me at the time, you're going to destroy your career. What are you doing? What do you think you're doing? And um, you can do it. You can do it. And Joan did it. And yeah. she's she proved that, so what? Yeah. yeah, and you're proving it now, too. Who are those people? <laughs> this is why we look up to people like you and Joan, because it, it inspires us. Right. Well, that's a very that's a very lovely compliment. But I love that she, I mean, she was, how old when she won Celebrity Apprentice? She was in her 70s. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that was really inspiring because the schedule is um, very grueling. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like, you know, I mean, I think I slept four hours a night. Wow. wow. What is it like between starting the task, the actual execution, and then the boardroom, and then starting the new task? What is that time period like? I've always wanted to know. Um, in terms of the timetable? Yeah. Is it back-to-back? It's ba- it's back-to-back. Yes. Wow. Whoa. So they're really just throwing them at you. It's back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, you have one day off. And um and then it's 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 right back into it. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> crazy. But, you, know, fun. but you, you you get so excited and um and I called everyone does you know I called Mary Lou Henner, um oh, who was yeah. so lovely and she was great on the show. She yeah. was fantastic. Um and I called Holly Robinson Pete, and um I said I don't know when should I do it and because they also are very involved with their charitable. Organizations and I said, did it make a difference for your charities? Really, what did it really do? And they they said absolutely. And here's what it did, and that was very inspiring to me. And I said, am I going to survive it? <laughs> and um, they they told me they said, listen, at first you're gonna you're gonna hate it. Mm-hmm. Like the first week you are going to be miserable. And they were right. They said you're yeah. just going to be miserable. And I truly, I called my husband and said, "You've got to do this. You know, you love business, and that's a language you know, and you're going to be, you're going to be great at it. And mm-hmm. You've got to do it." And I called him up and I said, "What's wrong with you, <laughs> honey? Come get me. This is miserable. What do you think? What were you thinking? Aww. Putting me on a plane by myself? I felt like a little kid at camp. <laughs> I'm locked at Trump Tower. Come get me." <laughs> and then, just like they said. Like at week two, you get so excited and you can't wait for the next task. Mm-hmm. And I just, I loved, I couldn't, all of us, we just couldn't wait to see what was next. And you just kind of get in that groove and, you know, you get into the competition and you get into the business of the business and the whole spirit of the thing, it just takes over. What was nice. the most challenging part? Um, the most challenging part for me was just the mechanics of it, you know, because, um, I really was unaware. You, you forget the cameras. You really do. Mm-hmm. You think, mm-hmm. well, you know, I've been around this 35, 40 years. I'm going to be really aware. Mm-hmm. You no. just forget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the it was, and I thought, well, I'm going to get up every day and I'm going to look good. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. That was over, like, you know, day four. 
But um, <laughs> you, I don't know what you're talking about. Just didn't yeah. care. Didn't care. It's like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to be cast as a homeless person somewhere. <laughs> oh, my I God. Just, we just, you know, I mean, and a lot of the ladies were really styling, and they did oh, yeah. look good. I mean, I think they were up at 2.30 a.m. Oh, gosh. But um, I would have been just with you getting that extra sleep. Yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, but that I, was the hard part. What makes the difference is that the charity was really your motivation, and you may be surprised to hear that some of the other celebrities are in it for the fame or the notoriety. What do you think of how some of these people have portrayed themselves? Do you think they're going to? Re- hmm. Do you think your fellow players are going to regret anything? Well, see, I I would, I am, I truly am, and I don't just say this to like be eye rolling, Pollyanna. I really am fond of everybody. <laughs> I, mean, I truly am. She's just That's too nice. Okay. No, it's okay. no. That's hard to do on this show. No, it's not. Um, no. It's not because um because look, you know, everybody has their outcomes and everybody has their deal. Um I would work with everybody again. I really would. I truly would. I um I don't know. Well, I mean, maybe there were a couple of people that might be somewhat inherently nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was going to say evil, but I don't. I mean, <laughs> nasty. Keep watching. Yeah. Keep watching. Yeah. watching. We're okay. watching. We're yeah. watching. Keep watching. Yeah. Speaking of working with some of these people again, I know Grant and I have been dying to ask you. There's a lot of buzz about you possibly joining the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Now, just because you appeared in a couple episodes, uh, yeah. at, you were at Brandy's party, and I know you're friends with some of the ladies. Is that something that you would consider? I have never. When I started, when I started Celebrity Apprentice, I've never seen one of those shows. I have not really? seen the episode that I was on. Apparently, oh wow, uh, haven't seen it. I um, I literally showed up thinking I was. Ju- I am so tragically naive, thinking I was just going to the housewarming. I know that is ridiculously naive, um, like dumb, but I. So no, um, no. Okay. No. <laughs> no. Honestly, when I heard this rumor and we were talking about it earlier, I was like, "There is no way." Like, I mean, not that I know you very well, but just <laughs> you in that environment, I just didn't see the connection. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't think there'll be like a write-in campaign for me or anything. <laughs> but um, hey, you never know. Yeah, you especially ju- now that we put it. But out you know, there. It's six months ago, even like I said, the night before I went on Celebrity Apprentice, I would be say no. Right. So you know, life is kind of strange that way. But um, I, it's it's probably not in my immediate future. Mm-hmm. What okay. was your connection with Donald Trump previous to being on the show? Because I know that you hosted Miss USA. But when I hosted it, you know, back in the prior century, Donald didn't <laughs> own the pageant. But did you have uh, okay. a connection with him? Um, I've, I've I've known Donald um, and interviewed him just in different capacities. Oh, yeah. of course. But um. Didn't really have a connection with him, oh. but you did crown Kenya. Yes, in yes, 1993, but, but, right? But Dick Clark and I did the pageant, um, and Donald didn't have the franchise them. Uh-huh. But Kenya, um, yes, Kenya, Miss uh, USA. She must have remembered. <laughs> yes, of course. I mean, I don't know that she, you know, but um, I mean, Kenya is really bright. And um, and she is very creative, as she will tell you. And she, <laughs> you know, she's very good on the task. It took me a while. Um, I don't know that I still have her whole number, but um, you know, I I think Kenya is an excellent. She's excellent at this game, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Very much excellent so. at this game. And um, I give her a tremendous amount of credit. And I don't think this season would be 
anywhere nearly as exciting without her. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. how she makes a decision and she really sticks to it. Yeah. Did did she read you her resume? Because that came up in tonight's oh, episode. Yeah. <laughs> they talked about how everyone knows her resume. Did you? Did she go over it with you? Um, I haven't heard the resume. No. Oh, no. Oh, Will you, you share? That. Is this is this the resume? <laughs> you were spared sure, that. Very long. Um, yeah, she's 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 great, and I also don't know what the um I don't know what the prior riff is with um, Brandy. I don't know mm-hmm. anything about that. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's speculation. There's certain things of their interaction at a Bravo party. Who knows? Yeah, look at you. Well, you also, probably you probably know all of that. <laughs> well, we got so much out about you about Kenya. Tell us a little bit about Brandy. We see her on Real Housewives, and she is almost a completely different person than the one we see. On is it that interesting? Princess. That's yeah. That's what Blows I hear. Blows me away, Lisa. So all I know is scoop, girl. All I know. I don't know that one. Um, I don't know that Brandy. You know, it's funny. People are like, "Well, you were Team Brandy right from the beginning." I only reacted to what people show me on the show. And because um, I could only respond in real time, I could only kind of react to what's happening then. Mm-hmm. And um, somebody said, well, you know, what was that about? I said, maybe Brandy, for all I knew, Brandy's strategy was to be, maybe she was manipulating me. But at some point, I had to trust somebody. And um, Brandy was consistently, up to this point, keep watching, um, Brandy was consistently dependable mm-hmm. on the show. She worked hard. Um, she had my back, and um, and she was very loyal in these tasks. So um, that's what I that's what I saw on the show, and I like that she. You know, there's a lot of people that say things behind your back. Brandy will say things to your face mm-hmm. on the show. I respect that. So you kind of you see her coming. She know she'll tell you what she wants to tell you up front um, on Celebrity Apprentice. I don't know about the other part. Um, I related to her as a mom because we would talk about our kids and I would see a a soft compassion with her and a vulnerability to her. And that's what I responded to and her work ethic. And again, I don't know any other side to her. So I think that if an audience for Celebrity Apprentice is seeing this side to her, um, one of the things that I believe in in my life, um, in fact, I wrote the book on it called Take Two, was I believe that... um, we can reset our lives and we can reinvent ourselves and we can at any point start over. I don't know that Brandy is intending to start over, that she needs or wants to start over, but um, I don't mean to imply that because she can certainly speak for herself, but I think that people can um, reintroduce themselves and break up with themselves. Um, Mm -hmm. I certainly have done that. And have a new start. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a great note to sort of end on, and we're going to let you get out of here. But before we do that, is there anything that you want to set straight? Anything (laughs) we didn't see or that we should have seen or something that was said? Anything you want to answer to out there? Oh, goodness. Let me ponder this (laughs) because that is a real opportunity, and I know the minute I leave, I'm going to be calling you. (laughs) I'll be phoning it in. Tweeting us. Yes, you can can always tweet us. Hashtag ABTV apprentice. Yes. (laughs) Well, um, first of all, I I just have to thank everybody that watches the show because it's been such a great hit, and people have responded to it, and they're responding to everybody, and um, I've known Geraldo forever, and I think that that he, you know, there's a. I just love that there's a place for everybody to become <laughs> kind of these characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But people yeah. always say, "Are they telling? Are someone prompting you to become to act a certain way?" No. Um, 
It's not suggested reality. There are no talking points. There's no storylines. You guys know this. No one's saying, and in this episode, Geraldo, you're going to be arrogant. Yeah. <laughs> no one is. Yeah. No one's doing that. Um, Seems Her- like that would have been unnecessary, anyway, right? right? Yeah. yeah. But Geraldo is. Um, you know, he's set. He. I, I just have such respect for him. He's accomplished so much in his life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's an award-winning war correspondent. He's such a great journalist, and he's such a, a character in our culture. And, um, you know, I, I've got I've always gotten along with him. And he he's playing the game so differently than I am. Mm-hmm. He's very much a lone wolf. You know, <laughs> he, um, he likes for his ideas to kind of go out of the gate right away, first, loud, first. And I kind of wait and hear everybody else's ideas, and we just act differently. But um, but I enjoy him a lot, and um, and so I, you know, I watch the show. I don't know what he's doing, yeah. so it's right. interesting for me to see the other team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, wow, that's interesting. So it's been really fun to um, to watch watch the other guys unfold. But um, I've had great respect for Lorenzo, and I was sorry to. Um, to see yeah. to see yeah. him go and Kevin has such a big business brain. Yeah. And I was very sorry yeah, to see was, him go. I was surprised when he left. Weren't you? Very yeah. surprised. That was our biggest disappointment yeah. I think so far. Very, yeah. very Just, sad. Yeah, mm-hmm. when you asked at the very beginning, you know, who who did you think was gonna be in the top four? I thought Kevin for sure. Yeah, on day mm-hmm. one, um, at first I went, Oh, that's interesting, Kevin Jonas. Well he'll bring a bunch of fans and I kinda was like, Whatever. Right. And then at at the press conference before we even started, I was watching him and I thought Okay, he's got it going on. Very poised, very together, very bright, very creative, and um, he's really that. What a loss! Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but he was bold, and he overplayed his hand, and um, and I don't think he regrets it because he 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 did that, mm-hmm. um, and it, it he really stood for that. But um, I'm really sorry that he's not in the mix. Yeah. 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 Well, after buzzers, don't go anywhere. We are going to get into the nitty gritty of this episode. We right. want to say thank you so much to Lisa thank for you. joining us in the studio. It's really fun to spend time with you all. Oh, thank that means you. so much. Thank I you. Know. <laughs> it's great. You all do such a fantastic job. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I'll be watching. Great. Right. And thank tweeting. You so thank much. You. Bye. We will too. <laughs> All right, guys. Like I said, we are going to get into the nitty-gritty of all of this, and we will be discussing... We will be discussing tonight's task and all the drama that went down in the boardroom. Yes. Let's start with task number one. That was so great. Maybe oh, maybe I folks. should just take a second. <laughs> maybe I should just take a second. That was fantastic. And it wasn't that great to have her. She answered everything. Oh, she's oh, yeah. so sweet. An open book, that Lisa. Yeah. She truly is an icon in the entertainment world. Definitely. Yes. Yes. And, I mean, in in not just the entertainment world, in the business world, she is, wow, I'm honored to have met her. Yeah, right? What an experience. So, so lucky. She's right up there with Barbara Walters, and again, Joan. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to people like us, she really is, she rates way up there, people. Yes. I know you all are as excited as we are that she was here. And now, let's chat about, what was this episode called? Um, The Booze Cruise. Cruise. Yes. The booze cruise or the Hooters cruise. Oh, right. Oh, I, I got on that boat. I oh. can't with that. First of all, I didn't realize what scale this party had to be on this boat. Was it indoor, outdoor? It was quite a big space that they had the war room in. And so I was like, what is all of this? Like, do they have to decorate this whole thing? And how do you make a theme out of a boat? 
I mean, they must have went up against the same type of stress because I wouldn't know what to do with that space. Right, and again, that's some of the stuff that we would have liked to see. As Lisa was, right. Lisa was saying, we a lot of that got cut out. But what we did see is Sig freaking out and saying more, okay, I know last week, sorry, before I get into this, last week we got accused by the male viewers of being a little bit too girl power, which I'll never stop being girl power, so yeah, don't Yeah, sorry, even. two girls, right? you'll get girl power. But if Sig would not be such a chauvinist, then I wouldn't have to be girl power. So again, he brings up the, oh, even if it's a women task, blah, blah, blah. And I mean, well, I just... Ugh, so well, I'll I'm, give the male perspective since I go. wasn't here yes, last week. Yes, please do, Grant. Um, and I just have to say that I think that he is not looking good on right. camera and I'm not talking about physically. <laughs> I'm saying that like he's like, you know, really ridiculous with his comments and maybe it's the way he's edited, but it definitely comes across with sexist undertones. I'm not calling the men a sexist, but let's right. be real. I mean, you know, it shouldn't matter what the hell the task is. If it was selling Victoria's Secret underwear, I mean, it's about stepping up. It's not about what you can get your mind wrapped around. Mm-hmm. And then uh, to the same point, though, he was supposed to have, as Donald Trump said, a big advantage with this task. And I just don't see why he had a big advantage. Maybe he's done more time on a boat than the, the three of us or right. anybody else on he the wasn't, show. He but, wasn't captain of the boat. Yeah, just, I mean, it's not like he threw it. It's not like he worked for, like, Carnival Cruise. <laughs> yeah. It's like he's on the show or the reality show. And he catches fish. Like, all right. And everyone kind of mentioned that is that, oh, you have the advantage, Sig, you have the advantage. He had no advantage. No. You know, he no. was in it just equally as everyone else. So, And I feel like they only threw this task in there because they knew he was never going to step up. They know he can't really do a whole lot else. So they were like, all right, got to do this boat thing so that yeah. we can say really? that it was about Sig. But mm. between him and his freak out, like talk about not being able to handle so pressure, that was yeah. that was out of control. Unnecessary. He must regret that. Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, I thought this task on paper sounded like really exciting. I thought it would be like a boat maybe of like 10 tourists and then the celebrities kind of like one person would maybe give a neck massage and the person would give them like a <laughs> drink on a tray. You know, I kind of thought it would be a little more intimate. But, I mean, this was, like, you know, very basic. And, and Geraldo, with his commentary, oh, what, would be enough to turn... I'd jump right off both of those screw parties. Screw the terrorists! Yeah. Who says that? <laughs> screw the terrorists. Like, I gotta be real. I mean, it's not like we like them, but... <laughs> I gotta be real, though. Neither of those boat parties I would have been interested in attending. No? Honestly, no. I would have loved to see Kenya on the floor, <laughs> grinding, okay. dry okay. humping, doing all that. That I would was have... her network moment. Like the, She <gasps> yeah, was never going to yeah. have a moment like that again. To be able to perform and have her dancers behind her. Oh. And you know that related directly to iTunes sales. Like She looked at her incoming emails tonight and was like, oh, X amount more dollars from iTunes. Thank you, fans. Oh, I sh- could not stop laughing at that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that was hilarious. On Atlanta Housewives, just two weeks ago, she announced she kind of didn't announce, but she referenced her sales on iTunes. It was oh, number geez. two and three for so many weeks on iTunes. Like, very unnecessary. Oh. So this is definitely something, hey, you know what, though? That is her claim to fame. Mm-hmm. That is what she's got, you know, presently. You know, we talked about her in this USA, but hey, I mean, things... That was 20 years ago. Time has passed. <laughs> yeah. So this is her thing. I mean, I, I enjoyed some Going With The Wind Fabulous, but I enjoyed it about three years ago when it came out. <laughs> so it's kind of like, okay, I know we shot this a year ago, but like, oh, let's put the song to bed now. Let's do something new. But I think that Brandy was smart accepting Mm -hmm. the fact that, you know what, I will let you do this. You know, 
you're known for it. Play People, into her narcissistic yeah, side, exactly. like Brandy said. And so instead of arguing and having all that drama, she just says, I'm going to let you do it. Because she knows that if they lost, it would have been on, fallen on Kenya. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who knows, Kenya would have maybe got fired. Right. But if it worked to her advantage, then she could just go along with it. And so. when the other team's bringing out Hooter girls, I mean, getting Ugh. grinding on the floor is really not that big of a deal. Yeah. Right. Do you think Kenya was embarrassed by her performance, or do you think oh, she thinks no. it's amazing? She was positive that she thinks it was phenomenal. I mean, I was not mad at it either way, because it was very entertaining yeah. in right. a certain aspect. I wouldn't say it was like, you know, seeing like, you know, performance art. You know, <laughs> I mean, it was like, it was interesting the only thing, Yeah, the only thing I don't understand what goes to her head is when there's young children in the audience oh. and you're on your knees like grinding I mean like she's a grown woman right I it was too much I don't see the two how mm-hmm. they connect when she much. performed that on Watch What Happens Live again like three years ago at this point she she had she fell to the floor at the end, but she wasn't humping anything. So I mean, I don't know why if that was toned down to begin with, why would you turn up when there's like a six year old with her mother like covering her eyes like you can't see this? Oh my well, god. Thank goodness the other team was equally or maybe more inappropriate. I don't know. Hooters, I have a problem really? with this. And I, I want to say, uh, there are, I've worked at, I don't know, maybe 10 restaurants in my life. I thought you were going to say Hooters. Oh, God, no. I <laughs> I'm, I'm saying there are say, plenty really? of other restaurants that you can work at where you don't have to wear that little outfit. Um, and I really want, I want the Hooters girls to be smart. I love a really attractive hot girl that maybe a blonde that when you expect her to open her mouth and you expect it to be bad and then she sounds like a genius. I love that. Yeah. And none of these girls were giving me that. Geraldo gave them the chance. He put the microphone in their face and they just only knew one adjective and couldn't express it. Yeah, they're happy. They like to make people happy. But first of all, why do we care? Why are we interviewing the Hooter girls? (laughs) Right. I mean, who cares? It was the sexiest catch. You didn't find that sexy? Oh, no. With Geraldo screaming over there and he's. Bimbos being interviewed. <laughs> Sorry. That's a perfect word. I yeah. love it. <laughs> They're a bimbo. I blame the venue. Those boats were just too big. I know they had to showcase the boats or whatever it is, but mm-hmm. it was just like, uh, it was just too big of a scale to have a successful test. I would have been frustrated. And um, in a way, I am so glad that we didn't go the route of Mardi Gras. Yes. Oh, that was a disaster. You know, I love Lisa, but that idea, I'm sorry, I just don't know if that was going to really work and that mm-hmm. they could have really suffered at that because it was just such a different culture than New it York. Had, right, it had nothing to do with New York. Yeah, I mean, but I was like really upset about the Hooters girls too because I'm like, what does that have to do with New York? What does that have to do with culture? Like, what, like right. where is that coming from? Like, there's so much to pull from from the city and it's literally all around you. Right. Like, yeah. Everything's at your disposal. So, you know, get creative and, and Pull somebody on. Yeah. Right. Leave those Hooters girls to Undercover Boss. Uh-huh. Man, people out there, if you've never seen the Hooters episode of Undercover Boss and you like reality TV, like Celebrity Apprentice, check that out. Okay. You will laugh, you will cry, you will scream at the television, regardless of what you think of Hooters, it's good TV. Okay, you mentioned this twice now. I, I need to, you mentioned it in the yes. screening room. I'm going to have to check this out. <laughs> Gosh. So, so uh, yeah, so we didn't really appreciate that. And then it became boardroom time. Again, this was another boardroom where we could really see it coming. Right? Yeah. Do you guys? Yeah. No question about it. 
I mean, it was time. I, again, I feel like Sig is another expendable kind of like on this list of like, you know, like kind of like they viewed Lorenzo, which isn't fair, but you know, someone that kind of like they're gonna knock off. Right. And he he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna st- step up in those final days where you. It's all about fundraising. It's all about you know managing these difficult people because you know they all come back. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like I just can't picture him being that like bullheaded guy who's going to do it. Well, right. we even said last week, we're like, no question about it. Sig's he's next to go. go. Yeah. We were right. He, he, yeah, he, he stepped up. But just like D- Donald Trump said, if he hadn't stepped up, he would have for sure got fired. Mm-hmm. So at least he stepped up. Did he even take control? I mean, no, um, just freaked out. Yeah. You know, he, he almost had a moment there. Almost, he almost had me with that Coast Guard stuff when he was talking about being appreciative to them and them being the only ones that are there to help when he's out on his boat. It was such kind of a little twinge of a beautiful moment. And then in the next breath, he's talking about, what do you say? He wants to hit people in the face <laughs> or something if they didn't vote for him. I mean, just let, he yeah. could just let it go. Like, I was almost like, aw, Sig. Aw, Sig. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Goodbye. Right? Adios. Yeah. Adios, amigo. And then on to the next task. task. Of course, they just go boom, boom, boom so fast. Right. Yeah, I know. We're moving about as fast as the episode's doing. I (laughs) love how they started off this task with Donald Trump pointing out that he's not wearing a wig. But. Classic. But he definitely got a spray tan and overkilled the spray tan. He was so orange. I feel bad for that guy. He must keep spray tan in business. You hate his spray tan. Imagine. imagine what I'm with you. I'm with you. Imagine what it's like if you have to go up to Trump Tower with your little spray and he's there in his boxes. I mean, someone, oh, someone's doing that job. You know somebody's getting harassed. How do you know he's in his boxers? What if he's nude? Oh, oh well, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to protect us all from the image. But. Oh. You know what? But there was sort of an icky undertone with him and Sag and you just sort of felt like, oh, you know, they were all going to go you know, bang Hooters chicks when they were done. Oh. I just don't. Donald always takes a moment in these episodes and these seasons to, like, remind people that he's like everybody else or he's a little bit better, but yet he's like normal like like he last year like there was a lot last season there was a lot of like him like trying to present that he was really cool with black people like that was something that like he like kept bringing up he's like oh you know we're really cool and I was like oh my god because this was like during the time where there was a lot of like you know like drama about him like you know allegedly like having like racial problems That's or whatever right, yeah. so he like used this platform to like let everyone know that he was cool with black people it's like just don't go there like don't like you know it's just it's never gonna end well like right. really please don't. And so he's still with this hair. It's like the last thing he's got going on. The last running joke. It's like, yeah, we we know, we've seen. Everybody's pulled on it, checked it out in person. <laughs> Wendy Williams inspected his head. Like, we're good, you know? We, like It's the last running joke. Like, let it go. But that he needs to have his little platform for two seconds. Yeah. And let us let this serve as the official invitation, Donald Trump. Please come sit with us in studio and let us pull your hair. Yes. But we're saying. not giving you a spray tan, so you have to take care of that somewhere else. <laughs> I love it. Well, our project managers on this task were Kate and Ian, mm-hmm. and it was a very Trump-tastic task. Oh, yes. Because they were at the, uh, what is it, the Trump National Doral a golf course. That's where they just had the Miss Universe pageant. No spoilers, please. I haven't watched it yet. Oh. And so we know it's a beautiful space, and how hard could it really be to make a beautiful presentation about this space? But they had a little bit of trouble. Yes. Uh, well, Kate's team went with the Blue Monster. And, uh, I mean, first thing Donald said was, a mascot? A mascot to represent yeah. my golf club? What? 
that's the one thing he doesn't do is own a sports team. All other billionaire, right. like in the yeah. billionaire boys club like this, they all own a sports team, and he's not there yet. No. <laughs> the one positive... Doesn't need a mascot. The one positive Kate's team had was they enjoyed the children's club. Which I've been making fun of this all night. It was a corner of a room with a plastic children's <laughs> table with coloring books on it. I mean, if that's it was such a big deal. That was the only negative to the winning team was that they didn't really like represent the children's club. Mm-hmm. But who cares if that was good? I'd hate to see what bad is. I guess yeah. not doing it at all. But I mean, that was like really like really like this is a like a, a point. Right. I mean, I guess that's the only thing Kate did right. Right. Well, this was another no-brainer for me. I mean, after watching the two presentations, Ian totally stepped it up. They got a professional golf person to, you know, judge a swing. Yeah. Then they had Johnny giving massages. Hello, (laughs) sign me up. (laughs) Then Ian was talking about the ballroom. Unfortunately, he didn't know how big it was. That was a big oops. Brandy. Mr. Know-it-all didn't know the facts on that one. Brandy. See, blondes are smart. (laughs) Stepped up. Gave the correct answer. So overall, they they might have missed out a little bit on the kids section, which was the only negative. But I thought their presentation was amazing. Lisa was there with the huge poster boards, like almost like a flip book mm-hmm. with these all the information yeah. needed. It was brilliant. And then the other team, freaking Geraldo, <laughs> was just getting everyone drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Huh? Which is a strategy yeah. in itself, yeah. I suppose. He was trying to get everyone, woohoo, he said. Yeah, it was all about that blue monster. But I got, just to switch to the other team, I loved that that portrait of Donald. Oh. I loved that. And I, I, was, I only could wish that he would go and see it himself. I know. No one would appreciate that like the Donald himself. Oh, and you know, right. he would lo- suck it up. A oh, picture yeah. of himself, hand-drawn. <laughs> hand-drawn. Oh, yes. Oh, Mr. Trump. Well, so then, again, maybe another predictable boardroom, right? Yes, very predictable. Did we see this coming? Did we see Kate going? Did we see that coming? I mean, out of everyone on that mm-hmm. team, I thought yeah. it was going to be Kate. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kenya, she's a strong leader. Mm-hmm. And Trump is just loving her and the drama that yeah. she brings. Right. And plus, she was, you know, put onto the, that team just for this task. Mm-hmm. And that team had lost three previous ones. Right. Mm-hmm. So obviously it wasn't because of her that they lost. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just thought yeah. for sure there was no Kate, way she was going. Yeah, there was right? no way she was going to go home. Vivica will never live down trying to make a stop at Baby's R Us <laughs> because that one five minute stop, and I bet it was for that stupid children's corner that was so bad. Yeah. I bet it was something I'm like sure you're right. It was probably like the coloring books. Like yeah. I mean, it's completely unnecessary, but it was the one positive. So a tap on the shoulder to you. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like she really like was never going to live that down with Kenya. What did you think of that? Back and forth about that one stop in the the, the van. Do you think that she, like Kenya was just, just completely came off as so awful? Yeah, yeah. she was just mm-hmm. trying to too much too drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kenya can't seem to really work well with women. It just surprise, seems surprise. that way on the show. That's like the number well, one requirement for being a housewife. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doesn't work well with other women. <laughs> there you go. Um, but let's should we move on to a little bit of news and gossip? Yes. Yes. yes? All right. After Buzz. I know we were all doing such 
crazy research for Lisa and to make sure yeah. we knew what we were talking about with Lisa. But I did run into a couple stories this week. I know that, oddly enough, Terrell Owens, who was who we saw go quite a while ago, and Brandy Glanville were sort of going back and forth this week. Hmm. They apparently have a little bit of a rift, and she says that Terrell hit on her that first day, and she wasn't into I it. That. And apparently they were texting back and forth some kind of rude things last week. So who knew that they were sort of frenemies? Um, he hmm. didn't even do anything. Like, I don't even remember him on the show. Right? <laughs> like, Terrell who? <laughs> I remember those Olympians more than him. <laughs> well, let us know what you think about Donald running for 2016 president. Oh, oh yes. God. Yeah. Oh, There's mm-hmm. another news. He keeps saying he's going to do it. He yeah. keeps saying that everyone wants him to do it. He went on Wendy Williams and some woman held up the Donald 2016. So funny. Well, actual celeb apprentice news. Now, we're a little confused by this because they've always had a live finale. But apparently they weren't planning to do that this season. And now they have decided to add a live show at the very end of this. So we are going to get our live finale. And it appears that there's a special in there, too. Yes. Of highlights of the program. I guess that's encompassing all of the celebrity apprentice. Sounds that way. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, maybe they have kind of seen that, you know, the show is a good performer overall and that it's good to go out with a bang. Um, And I hope that I hope that this is not the final season. Um, you know, who knows? I think, you know, it easily could be. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. As that progresses, we'll be here with news and gossip to tell yeah. you. <laughs> Any earth-shattering predictions for next week, guys? Hmm. Well, is- predictions. It's getting down to yeah. it. The <laughs> episode to watch. Huh. I think I'm even more Team Lisa after sitting here next to her <laughs> and, and listening to her. Yeah, she's so not going anywhere. That's just going to be yeah. my perma prediction for the rest of the season. Lisa's going to take it, y'all. She, yeah, Lisa's staying in for the long She's playing a really good game. Like she has, she has no egg on her face, no, no blame, nothing. No. She's playing. I think the most flawless game we're seeing. Well, next week with this whole text with, uh, you know, with oh, Kenya, right. it's going to be really Major. good. And I think it's going to be curtains for Kenya. That's my prediction. I hope not, mm-hmm. but I don't know how she can come back from what we're <laughs> supposed to believe is going <laughs> on here. So, well, we, we will be here to talk about it. Yes. And I know you guys don't want to miss any more crazy, awesome shows like this. So make sure you. Subscribe Subscribe to us at youtube.com slash TV. Rate us on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. You can follow me on Twitter at Christy Reports. Let me know what you think about all this. Where can they hit you up, guys? We love to chat with the fans. You guys can find me at DressJessXO and send us questions that you guys have because we love that interaction with our fans. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, please send questions, tweets, comments below. You can tweet me at Grants underscore underscore Rants. That's Thanks it. again to Lisa Gibbons for joining yeah. us in the studio, yes. and we will see you next week. Bye, Bye-bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.